You're now tuned into the Morning Star Show with Super Size 75. Hey, don't shoot the messenger. Get into some nigga shit. <laughs> You're now tuned into the Morning Star Show with Super Size Seventy Five. All right, so uh, Trey, uh, these witches and warlock are uh, more work. Yeah, hey, hey, listen, witchcraft has has gone online. And this is not a good thing. So clearly what we have here is a, a young witch in, 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 uh, in her degree as she's working spells on big girls that have low self-esteem. So the girl's name is, well, the, the name of the group on TikTok is Daddy's Angels. And now you have a lot of these women kind of wiping the crust out of their eyes and coming out of the fog and the haze to kind of tell their story. So what we're going to do is we're going to listen to an interview by a former member and we're going to pick some things apart and dissect this thing together as a group. And uh, listen, yes, stud energy is going to be heavy tonight. I had to bring out the taco meat to counterbalance this shit. You know what I'm saying? So um, we're going to get into this interview and uh, it's from, where is it at? Uh, Facebook group, uh, The Black Podcast. Shout out to The Black Podcast on Facebook, hosted by Ashanti. Oh, wow, how original. Where's Nick at? Nick, his motherfucker's name's Ashanti. A-U-C-H-A-N-T-E. No disrespect to you, Ashanti, but we got to stop with the nigga names. Please stop with the nigga names. Please, black people, if you're having babies, stop giving them nigga names. No more Lexus, no more Diamonds, no more Peaches, okay? No more of that dumb shit. Stop. Stop. Okay? All right, so yes, let's get into <laughs> Woo! Let's get into this dumb shit. Let's get into this stud fucking energy tonight. Hey, if you a man out here in this chat, nigga, listen, take off your shirt. Let your taco meat come out. I need all the taco meat energy tonight. Fellas, I need all the taco meat energy to com to help me combat this stud energy we're about to be faced upon tonight. Okay? Our arch nemesis, the studs are here. I need taco meat warriors come out tonight. Alright, I need y'all energy. Okay? Bring me all the taco meat that y'all can muster. All right, I need one big giant taco meatball. You know what I'm saying? Like Goku, I need a spirit ball, a spirit bomb, okay? All right, let's get into it. Hey, I know, I understand, listen, but I need it tonight, though. All right, I need the taco meat energy tonight, okay? All right, all right. <laughs> let's, let me run this back, and we're going <laughs> to... We're going to get into this dumb, dumb shit. Okay. Y'all ready? All right, here we go. I definitely did say God because that's what daddy is to me. She is my God. She is my Omega. She is my Alpha. <laughs> She's my everything. 
And I'm pretty sure you're going to find a problem with it. And that's fine. Everybody can believe and can feel however way they want to feel. But at the end of the day, that is who I pray to. You can't share me. You can't share my girls belong to me, period. You can't share the Who says Sharon is Karen? One of these girls, I don't know. I am happily owned by Angela Natural Genius. If you cannot tell, her name is tatted on my chest so everybody can see who I'm owned by. Sorry, I am branded like a cow. Where am I going? Nowhere. All right, first things first. Come on, let's state the obvious. No disrespect. Shout out to, the, once again, shout out to the Black Podcast Show featuring Ashanti. But listen, brothers, once again, I need all the taco meat y'all can muster. I'm going to need y'all help tonight. All right, let's go. Go back at it with y'all another week. But today I do have a very, very, very special and very exclusive episode. So today I got a lot of unexpected viewers because I'm interviewing this young lady, Shay Jenkins. What's up, Shay? How you doing? I'm fine. How you doing? I'm good. Thanks for asking. And thanks for being on the show. I really appreciate you accepting that. Uh, invitation to interview and kind of you know get the word out there about this 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 I guess it's a TikTok cult right right okay so uh, let me just jump right into it first of all like I said we've been calling this this group daddy's girls a cult but I mean you said you was there from what you told me you was a part of it so do you consider it to be a cult or is it more so just a, a group of supporters? Um, now I do consider it a cult. In the beginning, it was more so of you know people supporting the person that's now the leader of the cult. And once I became involved, it became more like a sisterhood because there are women who come from different lifestyles, had you know different things, whether it was trauma. Or, you know, relationship. Now, notice trauma bonding. The same shit I accused them niggas down the street of doing, coming together. Uh, trauma bonding. She said whatever issues, what brought these women together. These are all bad signs. But let's continue. Things yeah. going on. So it became more of a sisterhood with everyone just being there for one another. And then it turned into a cult. Because, like I said, the leader of the cult, the activities that she was doing the behavior she was displaying it just turned into more of a court-like thing so basically this this young lady started off gathering together people that supported her and her tiktok page and then she from there kind of turned into something negative right okay so how did you even meet you know what i'm saying this this girl her name is angela right correct so how did y'all even meet and how did you end up being a part of this group of her supporters? Um, on TikTok, you know, prior to the interaction, I've seen her on what we call the for you page for those that haven't been on TikTok. Um, FYP. I thought she was cute. Yes. I thought she was cute. Um, so I followed her. We didn't have any type of interactions or whatever. One night I was on live and I came across her FYP. And she joined my live. And that's how we kind of started communicating directly from her joining my live. Okay, so you started off watching her live. And then one day she watched yours. And from there, she started talking to you. 
Right. And it was just like, what was y'all talking about? Was she just like trying to talk to you, like trying to get at you? Or it was just like a, a regular conversation? It was pretty much, we both kind of had a physical attraction to one another. Okay. Um, okay, listen. Now listen. I'm all for free love. Hey, take, we can take it back to the 60s, man, the hippie movement. Everybody love who you want to love. God damn it, let's continue. <laughs> Started off, we were talking about just anything, everyday life stuff. It wasn't necessarily talk about getting together or anything of that sort. It just no, because she has to get you to lower your guard. She has to come in as uh, a, a non-aggressor, uh, a non-threatening. Okay, she wants to know your likes and and what you, your favorite color and your favorite foods and shit. It's typical shit that men do. Okay. So this woman is operating like a man, getting the woman to lower her guard and, and to see him, see her as, as, as a friend. But let's continue. Everyday life. Okay. And then I guess I just want to know, like, how did it get to the point where you was in a cult? Like, it kind of seemed like just a normal kind of Internet interaction. Like, I, I've talked to people that I met online, but it never got to a point. Like, how did it take a negative turn? Um, it took a negative turn when, you know, when I first met her, there were some people that will call her like daddy, poppy, you know, just get, call her little things. And then it started, maybe I could say two, three weeks with the next talking, she started getting into this thing of when everybody to call her daddy. Okay. And she made me a moderator on her live. I didn't ask to be a moderator. Mm -hmm. um, she was like, I'm going to make you my moderator. And so I went into the live and she, of course, would say, when you go in there, I want you to drop my cash app. I need for you to put everybody needs to call me daddy. Uh, okay. Now, I, I've so many different ways we can go with this daddy thing. I'm not going to go too deep into it. But um, you you know how. No, let's just let's get continue. Just, I, I can't. Let's go. So it started off with forcing people to call her daddy. And if you didn't call her daddy, she would block you. So how many people would be watching these lives for it to need a moderator? Honestly, when I was modding for her, she had anywhere between 60 to like 120 people coming to her live. On TikTok? Yes. Okay, and they would come on there and she would be on there like talking. Yeah. She, her lives pretty much consisted of like her, just listening to music and her saying like sexual things. Um, it wasn't really like where she had topics or she talked, you know, about everyday, you know, life situations. Like it was pretty much, she would come up, just go up there, just tell people, Oh, you're beautiful. Um, you know, things like that and that's just pretty much what her life is like. So I mean, I went to her page uh on TikTok and I watched some of the videos. Yeah, so what if you go to her TikTok, basically it she's singing and mimicking over uh audio clips, song clips, and she's trying to be all sultry and all dreamy and it's like ah you know, I'm like, Ah, oh, you're trying too hard, but let's continue. I have a TikTok. I don't even think I've made one video. I don't really 
I'm like, I'm old. I feel like I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? So she was just like kind of lip syncing the little audio clips. It was no like expression, no acting. So I just kind of feel like, how did that, how, how did you, what, what attracted you to her so strongly? Um, I'm not once saying she's I started... an unattractive or ugly young lady at all, but I'm just wondering. Uh, okay, let, let's cut the bullshit, y'all. This chick, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to be the petty inquisitor. I will not let the spirit of Nick infiltrate me tonight. I rebuke you, the spirit of Nick. I rebuke the spirit of Nick Taylor tonight. And like, what was it that attracted you to her? Um, honestly, in the beginning, when I first saw her without any direct communication, it was, I would go into her live and she wasn't nowhere near anything how she is now. She was like laid back, cool. Um, she didn't seem like she was like the drama type person. She was just in her own world. So that kind of attracted me to her because she just seemed like she just doing her own thing in her own lane. Okay. Okay. So basically from what I understand though, at some point the whole situation became abusive emotionally, verbally, and for those that actually met her in person, physically. Okay. Now... No diss to anybody that has gone through any type of domestic violence. I, I'm not here to make light or, or fun of none of that. But I'd be goddamn, you're going to emotionally abuse me on the internet. Okay? We, we make fun of people who complain about online bullying. You know what you got to do? Just turn the fucking shit off. Okay? They, I, like Once again, everybody's different. I, I get it. But I will never understand online bullying to the point where you just can't turn this shit off especially if a motherfucker don't live in your city or state don't even live in the state next to you you know what i'm saying but that that's me i don't want to speak for her or anybody else but that's just me let's continue shall we uh so right. i guess i'm just wondering like why did you accept that honestly i can't i can't really have an excuse as to why i accepted it i just felt like it was genuine love. And because I felt like it was genuine love at the time, I like like you said, I accepted it. I didn't really think that it was that bad. I thought that everybody has flaws and this is just something maybe that she has to. Okay, this is the same excuse y'all digging women's asses when she's getting beat by her man. When she says... Ah, uh, well, you know, the whole, he, if he don't beat me, he don't love me, or it, it wasn't that bad. It's the same shit y'all digging a woman's ass. If this was a dude, if she's telling this story about a dude, y'all be like, hang this nigga from the tree. But since it's a woman, we, we, we still have, we're still having trouble putting women into the mold of a man that can operate and function and be abusive like a man. So let's continue. The work on, or maybe built up anger like i was making excuses like because i know her mom passed away so it hasn't even been a full year so i was like yeah. making all, all kind of excuses of she's still grieving um you know maybe she's hurt from her past relationship and so i can say that's probably kind of why i stayed okay so when did you meet her in person? Mm 
or when did all this start? When, when did all this start for you? January of this year. Okay, and then at what point did it become basically a cult? Around the end of February, beginning of March. That's kind of like a. That's kind of like. That's kind of fast to get wrapped up into something so deep, don't you think? Yeah, it is. But being like, how that could you? Why, why would you feel like that's real love? She asked a good, tough question. Now let's see what her answer is. Maybe because we we talked every day. We talked every day, and with talking every day, you know, she, and like I said, in the beginning, everything was different. She was, you know, concerned about whether I ate for that day. It's called entrapment, okay? So, you know, what we do is, well, if you're going to get a woman by herself, you, you lull her to sleep and you slowly reveal the real you, and by then she's so emotionally attached to you. And then I'm sure at some point in this interview, she's going to say, well, she told me to stop talking to my family. Let's let's keep an eye on that if that comes up in this interview. Or, you know, just it was just a connection that, of course, it. It was early, like you said, it was a very short amount of time, but the connection that I felt was like different from meeting somebody, like you said, on Facebook or anything like that. Like we literally talked hours like one time okay. we talked like 16 hours out of the day so i did feel like there was some type of connection on a deeper level okay okay and but how how did you feel like that and knowing she had other girls um and knowing that you was pretty much I, the like the secretary of, of all of all her house basically because in the beginning um, I always thought about wanting to have a poly relationship. And then when okay. me and her started talking. That was something you thought about before you met that, her? Yes. Okay. And when we started talking, she said that that was something she was shooting for was a poly relationship. Okay. First and foremost, biggest mistake everybody uh, gets into when you talk about poly relationships, you get into it for the sex. If you are in trying to get into that and you, you have... Listen, at the end of the day, it's not about sex. That should be the last thing that should be discussed in a poly relationship. The whole premise behind a poly relationship is to build either a family or a community. That's it. That's all. The sex, obviously, that comes, that comes with it. But that's a later. You cannot have a, a, a properly functioning uh, polygynous, polygamous situation if it's based on sex. If you guys are coming together for sex, it's not going to work. Let me continue. Mm -hmm. So we pretty much kind of was kind of on that, I guess you say track, but then things just started going elsewhere. I got you. I got you. So why don't you tell me some of the things that she did that you would consider abusive, that you would consider manipulative and brainwashing? Like what was the, what was a day in the life of, this call and matter of fact i'm gonna actually put up one of the text messages that i sent uh one of the screenshots that we have and before she pulls up the message ladies if you have a daughter that has not seen her father 
take your daughters over to the damn daddies and let the daddies love on them for a little bit. <laughs> Jesus criminy Christ. Yeah. Angela group text. So why don't you tell me like what it was like having her try to, I guess, control y'all. Um, I can say that it started off with pretty much everything was fine. We had, we was able to do certain things, you know, just free, like, like just be able to freely say what we want to say, express ourselves how we want to express ourselves. And then it started with, oh, you need to let me know before you leave out the house. Um, and then it went to, oh, you got a curfew when you're supposed to be in the house. And, for example, my curfew that she tried to enforce was 4.30 p.m. 4.30 p.m. Those are daycare hours, people. Those are that's when you go pick up your kids from that's daycare hours, but let's continue. (laughs) Yes, what about work? Did you have a job? No, I did not have a job. And with that, that goes into your question. Um, she would say, like, when I first met her, um, I'm on unemployment and I was still trying to find you know a job because I have bills. And she would say, don't work. I got you. I'll take care of anything that you need. Take care of whatever. Um, just worry about, you know, whatever money you get with unemployment. Just worry about using that. You know, take care of your bills. And I'll make sure, you know, everything else is taken care of. And then it went from that to, um, excuse my language, oh, you're fucking lazy. All you want to do is sit around the house all day. Oh, wow. um, you're not doing anything with yourself. So, so then, let's, okay, let's, let's put the text message back up on the screen. Lama, can you get that text message back up there so we can kind of just dissect that? All right. So can you see it, Shay? Yes. All right. So which one of these numbers is, is Angela? The 248 area code. Okay. So... Angela states, y'all should be up at 9 a.m. every day. Get off your bed, go to your knees, and pray to me. Get in the shower, get dressed, and eat breakfast, and start work on your TikTok. It should take at least one hour. Then whatever you have to do that day, after you talk to me and do everything I say, I will see if I will allow you to do. If it's not an appointment or work, you are not able to leave before 12 p.m. And being that this is your screenshot, that's you in the blue that replied. And what you say? Yes, daddy. So, okay, I want to know if this if this woman has a father in her life. I'm waiting for the interviewer to ask her this because, listen, I'm watching this right along with you guys. I did. I just found it. I was doing some deep diving. Couldn't get too deep into it, but I found what I found. And I'm watching this for the first time with you guys. So I'm waiting to hear if this girl has a father or uncles or something in her life and she's not gotten she hasn't asked her the question i'm hoping she's she's going to get to it all right but you ain't think that was crazy yes so why would you like what made i mean you screenshotted it so obviously you did find it concerning or some you, you found it somewhat absurd even though you went along with it why why would you think like where does she get off telling y'all 
<laughs> like you got to get up and do your TikTok and you can't leave home. And if I allow you to leave the house, like she, she don't live in the same state with you, correct? Correct. She don't live in the same state with none of these girls, right? Correct. So like, why is it, how, how you let somebody controlling you like through the internet or through the text message? I want to know that too. Let's get it to the answer. That's a good question because I don't even know. Like, so basically, you don't know yourself. You don't know what makes you tick. Pun intended. You don't know what your strengths and weaknesses are, what your triggers are. So this child, I call her a child respectfully. She doesn't know herself. She doesn't know. She doesn't know who she is. She has yet to find herself, and that is how uh, Angela was able to exploit uh, that major major hole in in her armament against her let's continue i don't even have an answer for that because once i got myself like back to my normal self i kind of was asking myself the same thing like this person doesn't even live by me and you know i allow her to do so so much control so much and i can honestly say that i let her believe that she had that much control over me because um as you can see the whole praying to her thing i did have her under the impression that i was genuinely praying to her wait hold on matter of fact um, let's stop right there just stop. Let, let's stop for a second right there because i'm like i'm like i'm, I'm really kind of tripping off that like where where'd she get off telling y'all she that y'all gotta pray to her like that's the point be, how, how does she even introduce that Explain that to me, please. Because she, one day there was a conversation and she, you know, asked, you know, like, I want y'all to tell me that I'm your God. Yeah. So me being, I guess you could say I was oblivious to the whole thing. Like, as far as this is something that she wants to do in real life, I was more so looking at it on a, Cause it's like a dom submissive type thing that she was trying to have going on. So, being that I was it was my first time being submissive, I was looking at it more so of like a, I guess you say like role play type of thing. Like she wants. Oh, okay. So BDSM dom uh, dom sub. Uh, first things first. Nobody put this young lady up on game. Nobody schooled this young lady on to anything. She she went out here no armament, just bright eyed, bushy tailed. Some this this child has been failed. Uh, there's no male instruction, no no, no male leadership. I can tell uh, clearly. Um, so with with the dom sub thing, there there are parameters in which the sub can say, okay, you know what, doing too much. It's a respect thing, okay. So the the sub has to respect the dom's authority, but the dominant has to also respect that if this if it's too much for the sub. You have to allow a pathway for the sub to say, you know what, um, this is too much. Okay, it's not about if they say no, you, you keep pressing them. No, as a dom, you should be uh, uh, cognizant and have and, and and allow your sub a pathway to safety if things go left. And that's clearly clearly that's not what happened here. All right. Wants to be in control. Wants to be a leader. Like to call her her god, like that's her version of being a leader. Kind of crazy, right? And I do want to say that after that text message, 
I was gone the next day. Okay. So, how did you, you just, <laughs> and I don't even mean to laugh. I think it's just, like, kind of crazy. Like, you just stopped, you just blocked her or something, and he was out? No. Um, the next day, as you see from the text messages, she said we were to wake up at 9 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Her work schedule, she worked from 9 o'clock p.m. to 9 o'clock in the morning. So, basically, she wanted us to be woke when she got off work. She actually called us. In, as you see, group FaceTime at mm -hmm. 8.58, 8.58 in the morning. And she was like, basically like, oh, it's a shame I got to wake y'all up. It's a shame that y'all just so lazy, y'all don't work, that I have to wake y'all up in the morning and y'all not even up when I tell y'all to be up. Then the night prior to, um, I'm pretty sure you want to get into this a little later. Um, one of the females had to follow through with the, with the punishment that she was given. And within that morning that we're speaking of, she basically wanted me to do the same thing because the day before, two of the other girls had to do a punishment and one of them okay, was Okay, wait just, a minute. So you keep saying this punishment. What do you mean they have to do a punishment? What, 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 what exactly? Um, one, the punishment that one of the girls did one of the girls had to cut 10 times on her leg like the thigh area and then the other girl had okay now you're programming these women to become cutters okay demi lovato is probably the one of more one of the most famous cutters uh, i've met her a few times in person she is the sweetest thing all right the sweetest 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 thing i know she's on some wild shit right now but um y'all know some cutters Okay, that's not cool, but let's continue with this nonsense. That's a cut 150 times on a... She, wait, wait, I gotta, I gotta run that back. I gotta run that back. The thigh area. And then the other girl had to cut 150 times on a thigh area. Now, ladies, y'all get mad as hell if, if a nigga slap a woman even punch her this bitch I hear got women cut, cutting themselves okay I'm not saying a punch and a slap is nothing to laugh at but you got women out here cutting themselves <sighs> let's go 150 times yes and she did it yeah Angela <laughs> sent me the picture bro that's that's like really sad, actually. Like that's crazy. This girl cut the inside of her thigh one hundred and fifty times because a, a a person on FaceTime told her to. Yeah, this particular person, um, when she first met Angela, um, her first time meeting her, um because she claimed she had like a modeling gig but when yeah. she got there to michigan she never had she ne she claimed that the person had covid so she ended up meeting up with angela and they didn't really talk like that or whatever um but when she met up with her because she was one of her supporters they of course engaged in sexual activities the very first time meeting and stuff and so when the girl left michigan she went back to her home state, Louisiana, packed all her stuff up, grabbed her cat, everything, 
and moved to Michigan to be with Angela. Um, so before she had a situation where she didn't have nowhere to go, she was with Angela a lot. So I can say like her doing that is, I don't know if it's, I don't, I don't know. She, she felt more that she had more of a personal connection with her because she spent more physical time with her. So let me ask you something than anything. So have you ever, did you ever cut yourself? Yes. All right. Now the only question is, how many times did you cut yourself? I guess I'm wondering, like, you didn't think, how did she introduce that for you to be like, okay, I'm going to do it? Um, honestly, one day... It was, I can't remember the exact conversation, but one day she asked me, she said, have you ever cut before? I said, no. And she said, have you ever thought about it? I said, I've thought about it before, like, you know, going through depression and going through, you know, certain things in life. I said, but I never could actually see myself going through it, like going through with doing something like that to myself. And then one day she was really angry and she called and she said, go get a blade and of course it resulted in me cutting myself and honestly with being submissive i know before i was i heard like of submissive having punishments so i thought like maybe being a, her submissive this was like a punishment oh. but yeah but now i'm like now i know like even other submissives are saying like that yeah, like it's that's more demonic than a dominant submissive type thing. Yeah, like man, like if anybody, if you, if y'all could do me a solid, because what I'm gonna do is at the end of the night, I'm just gonna leave this up. I'm not gonna move to Patreon. I think this is too important to not share. So either during the stream or when the stream is over, everybody take the links and spam the shit out of this. Uh, this needs to be out. Uh, in, in the open to the public. Um, so please, you know, just, you know, do me a solid. Just do that at, at, at the very least. All right. you involved with anybody and they tell you to cut yourself, that should be, if that's not a red flag, like, I don't even know what the fuck is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand the, the dominant, submissive, BDSM, or whatever the case may be, but somebody tell you, telling you to harm yourself in that manner and to that extent, that's insane. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, don't do that shit again. So, and then I got some more texts. Uh, Lama, can you show the text message where it says, Angela text Shay? And you know what? I guess I'm confused. So, from what I saw on the internet, I don't know how true this is. I'm guessing since y'all had such an extensive uh, communication relationship, you would know. So, she was actually... Is she a, it says, Angela text Shay. Is, is she a stud? Is she a stem? She's a femme. Yes. She put on the persona of being aggressive and dominant, but. Okay. So if you, the text, it says, uh, I'm going to fuck you up. Four cuts, five cuts, six cuts, seven cuts eight cuts nine cuts ten cuts 
And then the person responds, can I get off? And then uh, Angela responds, 15 cuts. And then the other person responds, I need to get off. And then she says, 20 cuts. This is sick. Sick. Someone should, if you somebody should need to punch this bitch in the mouth. Just on GP. But let's continue. So hold on. I've seen her. Hold on real quick. So this, this is a, a inbox from her texting you, I mean, DMing you on Instagram, correct? Yes. So she's texting you saying, fuck you, bitch. You could have told her you appreciate her coming, but this is daddy's live. Now, why does she say that? Because I have a friend that is a, a actual stud. Um, mm-hmm. She's also married. I was live on TikTok. And when she came into my live, it was her first time ever being in my live. And, of course, she was talking and asking, like, who were the people? And I was like, oh, that's daddy's girls. And she spoke to them. Yeah. And so that kind of set her over the edge because she's like, that's another stud. That's a whole stud speaking to my girls. Um, You could have just told her. Sorry. So for those asking what a stem is, a stem is is a uh, a lesbian who dresses like a guy but still wears makeup and has long hair tomboy in appearance uh that would be Aaliyah. if you think stem you think Aaliyah. Aaliyah was the perfect uh archetype for what we call a stem now tomboy in appearance but still has a femme side to her that is a stem uh, Aaliyah. okay all right let's continue you know, this is daddy's live. You don't have to, you know, be in here to just leave or whatever. So she was like really upset and really angry over that. So that's why she was talking to you like that? Because another stud came in there? Yes. But she's not even yes. a stud. So why would that make her so upset? She so had. Let me ask you this right quick. So were you allowed to, you wasn't, did she control who you talked to? Um, she. Social media was because I knew she could see it, but of course she couldn't see who I text or who I talked to on the actual phone or anything like that. But she did try to control who I talked to. So what? It was like men and studs you can't talk to or something or just gay women in general? She didn't want me talking to any studs, anybody that showed any sign of aggressive masculinity. Um... She didn't want, although... Ah, masculinity, which will come from a man. Let's continue. I don't talk to him, but she didn't want me to have no communication with my daughter's father whatsoever. Ah, there, we're getting somewhere. We're getting, so this woman has a child with a man. Woo, so many things to unpack here. Um, Young women. Oh, this is heartbreaking, heartbreaking. But uh, okay, let, I don't want to get sidetracked. Really? Um, she did didn't want me to talk to anybody that showed any, like I said, any sign of aggressive masculinity. So let me ask you this right quick. Uh, so you met you met Angela. She, she yes. flew you out, correct? Yes. So all these girls were sending her money. Was you sending her money too? I send her money. She would cash at me because, like, if people wasn't sending her money, she'll want me to start sending her money and then make other girls kind of send her more money 
So she'll cash at me maybe like $15, $20, and I'll send her like a dollar here, $5 here with like a message. But nobody knew, you know, that it was coming from me. So okay. I guess you could kind of say yes, but it wasn't my money. So you never sent her none of your own money is what you're saying? I had, um, I sent her gifts and with cash app it equal to $300, but she cashed at me the $300 back. Okay. And she flew you out to Michigan? Yes. Okay. So did y'all have sex? Yes. Was it amazing? <laughs> you want the truth for a lie? <laughs> I want the truth. That's what, the, that's what we're doing, right? It was mediocre. Mediocre. So you did all that, <laughs> and it wasn't, you know, because I know a lot of women. They be like, oh, "Yeah, I was with a girl." And it was oh my god, it was mind blowing. It was amazing. I'm like, "Oh my god, I, I, I've been to women now." I, I've hear, I hear those stories a lot, but this is funny. Okay. Yes. Um, there was a time where like she actually stopped because, like I said, the other girl that had moved there that she was constantly, you know, engaging with or whatever. She had a thing where, well, we grown, you know, she was squirt or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she had a, she kind of stopped in the middle of me and like, she had like a moment of, I guess you could say, I don't know, because she was like, am I not good enough? Am I not doing it right? Do I not feel good? All because I wasn't giving her a reaction that another female would give her when in all reality, of course, each female is different. Facts. So she felt like, so, I mean, what was it that it wasn't good enough? Was you just in your head or, or what? Okay. Now let me kind of be devil's advocate. So a trick that some of us guys would use on a woman. So if you want a woman to do something like down the road, say like, um, say I, I meet a chick and you know, you kind of discuss what, what, what your likes and, and dislikes are in bed and I'll say, okay, well, I, I, I want to, you know, I want to do uh, uh, ATM. She's like, oh, what's ATM? I say, I'll say, ask to mouth. Oh no, that's that's, that's I don't know about that. Uh, that's, I won't. I don't know. I'm not ready for all that. So I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna put this for later. And so what I'll do is like what I have done in the past in a former life. That's what I meant to say. Uh, I would I would either stop mid sex, or it'll get done having sex, and I'll just be like. I'll be like, mm. and she'll be like, well, what's wrong? I'll say, well, you know, and she'll be like, she'll be feeling guilty. And she'll be like, well, is there anything I can do? <laughs> Ask the mouth. Let's continue. One, I kind of was in my head. It's kind of, you know, our first time, things like that. And two, I've had better. <laughs> like, not to be funny, but. Like, like not to be funny, but but yeah, I mean, sometimes I've had that. like when you're dealing with a new person, you for one could be in your head, and for two, it takes a while for y'all to kind of, it can take a while rather for y'all to kind of get the chemistry of each other. Right. So, but you're saying that the first time that that weekend when she flew you out, it wasn't all that. No. It wasn't what you expected, or you didn't have any expectations. Oh, well, I had expectations, but. It didn't live up to the expectations. So was that, so how long was you in the cult after that, after she flew you out? Mm, I went there in March and I was gone in April. 
Okay. No, was it April? Yeah, April. It was April when I left. So do you feel like meeting her had an impact on how you felt about her and Nicole and Daddy's Girls and everything? Yeah. Why is that? Because, um, I mean, I know what you get online, of course, can be a lot different in person, but I didn't expect it to be a big difference like it was. Um, she kind of, I don't know, like she's, she's boring. She's boring. She, she doesn't have a lot of excitement with her. Um, she's physically abusive. She abused you um, when you came out there? Yeah. Wow. Okay, let's hear let's let's hear the, the, the deets. Why? Yeah. Um it, the crazy part is it wasn't anything that I did. Um when I was there, like I said, the girl that moved there, um so it was me and her both in the, in, the, in the same place. Yeah. Okay. And the other girl that lives in New York she was on the phone and she went live on TikTok without her permission. So she asked her to cut, but she did not cut how she wanted her to cut. She wanted them to be neat lines and she wanted them to be bleeding all the way. And it wasn't given what she, what it was. Wait, so she wants like perfect surgical scarring you know like scarification you know the body modification artist that will um take a scalpel and do precision cuts or they'll take a uh a coat hanger and do like specific burn patterns this is insane let's continue supposed to gave to her so the hotel was five minutes from her house she literally drove five minutes and we're like we're literally yelling into the phone like just do what she asked you to do, like, and she's sitting there, she was like, she got 30 seconds, she was counting to 30, and then, when she got to 30, she just started, like, backhanding us, smacking us, choking us, just, all of that, and I'm the type of person, like, I grew up fighting, so, like, I was giving reactions, like, I wanted to hit her, but I didn't, like, I was jumping, flinching, and then she just was hitting me even more, and the other person was like, you just got to sit still. And I, I'm the type of person, I can't just sit still and let somebody hit me. Once again, if this, if she were talking about a man, y'all be on the phones right now in Michigan trying to find out who this nigga was and, and his address and send your people to go talk to him. Okay. But let's continue. Yeah. Yo, look at the interviewer's face. Look at Ashanti's face. It makes no goddamn sense no human sense at all none of this this is shit is so beyond mental illness and and oh my god okay that's crazy um yeah that's kind of crazy not even kind of that's 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 very crazy um uh, i can't believe y'all dealt with that um yeah i guess i don't even know what to say that's kind of sick So I heard yeah. that, uh, I read that it was one girl she made cut like 700 times. Is that correct? No, she she was telling me 
to cut 700 times. This was after I love. This was actually um, a couple weeks ago. They were on their live. They were making jokes, and they was like, okay, yeah, um, cut 700 times or cut 400 times or cut 1,000 times. Like Angela and the other girl, one named Bella, and the other one named mm-hmm. Michaela, they, they were live. And, of course, Angela was in the comments, and they were like, basically putting this in the comments oh tell shay to cut 700 times make them neat send pictures like that's what they were doing in on live that's crazy that is very crazy um man i'm I, I'm, I'm sorry that you went through all that um it was something i just wanted to ask you that i had that on top of my head uh give me one second one second one second So, are you nervous about... Oh, so I know that Angela used to be big. Like, she used to be a BBW as well. And that's kind of... Right. Is that is that something that attracted you to her as well? Her her journey or, like, her confidence or anything like that? No. Okay. Do you feel like she preys on BBWs? Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to kind of back her, her play on this one because I went through the TikTok... And it's a lot of big girls. Um, I don't know the scales of which, of how big, but they're all chunky bunnies. They're all chunk bunnies. And then there's some darker complected women with very masculine features. So you either get these light skinned chunk bunnies or these very dark masculine looking ones. But like I said, um, that's the TikTok is it's the, it's the daddy's girls. Uh, and it, I mean, you type in daddy's girls and it pops up as a shitload of hashtag. It has its own hashtag and it's all over the fucking place. All right. I do. I do. Because Looking all the girls back- that, she, that she talked to are literally BBWs. Like all the girls that I saw involved in this thing. How many, how many women are involved in this cult, Shay? Honestly, I don't have an exact number, but I can say it's 30 plus women like um, active active members that's sending her money that's participating in these punishments that's talking to her on a daily basis no um okay now talking to her on a daily basis i can't answer that because i'm not i haven't been there for a few months now okay. um but when i was there talking to her on a daily basis like every day inside our group chat that was you know cutting themselves it was only three of us three of um yes Sending now sending her money when I was there out of us three, she did not care whether the one of the ladies named Bella that lives in New York, she so did Bella not care the one whether that's that always posting these videos and stuff, right? Yes, Bella, yes, okay. She's um, the one who said she called her God, and she that's yes, her everything, she, okay? She did not care whether Bella sent her her last dime, she don't. She doesn't have a physical attraction to Bella. She doesn't have a sexual attraction to Bella. The only type of attraction she has is, as you can see, how Bella worships her, mm-hmm. um, how she goes hard for her. Mm-hmm. That's the only attraction she has to her. But me and the other girl, no. Like like I said, when I sent gifts and cash out a total of $300, she cashed out it back to me because she actually called me and asked me, why would I send her disco balls and 
cash apps and how much did I spend all together? And she told me, don't ever do that because that's not what I'm here for. Um, that's what them other people, well, she said bitches. That's what the other bitches are for, not me. And so she did not want me to spend any type of money on her whatsoever. So you feel like you was more special to her? Yes. So has she tried to contact you since you left? Um, She con tried to contact me one time. Um, and it was pretty much like, I didn't really respond to it. I just, I actually just laughed. Um, she really don't want it to get out there. She doesn't want it to be, you know, just put out there. She don't, she don't want it to be put out there. And a lot of the things that happen within the text messages, she don't want anybody to look at her in a negative light. Yeah. That's pretty much all it was, but I just pretty much laughed and didn't really care. This reminds me of the Red Dragon, uh, off the based off the book and then the Michael Mann movies, uh, Manhunter, right? Uh, 1984, and then a Red Dragon with uh, Edward Norton. So basically, uh, the Tooth Fairy would find imperfections in his victims and then be upset with his victims. Uh, especially the facial area because uh, the tooth fairy had a cleft palate and the mother, you know, shamed him for wetting himself. It's a whole bunch of shit. So basically, yeah, uh, she lost the weight and now she projects um, how, you know, when she, when she, so it's weird, but I, I guess, you know, you see a lot of big girls that lose weight and then they start hating on the big girls and it's like, well, you were, used to be one of them. And they kind of use that against you. Like, oh, look at you. You're disgusting. You couldn't lose the weight. I lost the weight, so I'm going to use this against you. That's, that's, yeah, that's what stuck out. Okay. So, you know, there's some of the, some of the girls that's still in the, in, in the, in the cult are going to say that you're leaving because she didn't want you anymore. What do you think about that? I know that's what they're saying. Um, like I, I said previously before, you know, I'm getting all type of threats. I got messages in my Facebook messenger. Um, that's pretty much what they're saying to me. I'm just mad she didn't want me anymore. So I just feel like if you don't really have that much ammunition on someone because of what you've done and the things you've done, you're going to find reasons to make the other person just look bad. You're going to say and do anything to make a person look beneath you to make you look on top. Yeah. So that's kind of like how I look at it. Okay. Um, so Shay, I actually did not tell you that I was going to post these, but I have some text messages that you sent to Angela that's been circulating as well. So, Lama, can you show, it's a text that says Shay text one. And I just kind of want you to explain, you know, what the situation was and what your mindset was when you sent these messages. Because basically they saying that you was an active, willing participant. All right. So these are the messages. Can you see them, Shay? Yes. Is that your name? That is that you? Yes. Okay, so you text, uh, presumably, Angela, and you said, I'm ready to fuck. I need to see blood, a lot of it. I need to see torture, 
I need to feel this pain. Angela texts back, what are you saying? What do you want to do? You say, I want to see blood, cuts, burns, blood. What do you want to cut? Who do you want to cut? Both of them. So before we go any further, is this you texting, Shay? Yeah. So this is you texting Angela unprovoked. This is you texting her on your own. You say, dun, dun, dun. Saying that you want to see blood, you want to see torture, you want to feel pain. And so how, you know, how is it that it's brainwashed or manipulation when it's you saying this stuff? It's called Stockholm Syndrome, but let's continue. Because as you can see, there is no text message above it. Um, there was texts prior to that. Um, yeah, as you can see, it says my name is Nottis or whatever. She has, uh, like I say, a lot of the things I consider as role play. I didn't really consider them as like real life things, like things that we would like go forth with for the rest of the rest of our life. Okay, so let's be honest. If somebody's into you enough, they will take on parts of your personality. They will like what you like. Um, I don't know. Okay, the interviewer kind of lost me with this. I see where she was going. Um, but clearly, you know, if you, if someone's into you enough and if you're into some weird shit, they're going to like it too, because that's what you like. That's really not that deep of a stretch. And I'm not surprised that of course she would have texts going back to Angela saying, Hey, I want to see you. I want to see some bitches cut themselves too. Cause if that's what you like, I'm in it too. You know, so you, you get women, um, that, that will do anything their man says. You know, if it, if it means going with other men or other women to, to please her, her mate, that's what people do for the most part. All right. Let's continue. Yeah. Um, and like I said, well, I mean, like you said, you didn't tell me that you've shown those, but I also have text messages too. She has a little, I guess, alter ego named Devin. Okay. So... I was like during those texts, I was you know wasn't supposed to be myself. I was supposed to be the alter ego, and that was supposed to be Devin. So now we have fractured alters. So either you, uh, wow, it's it's really deep. So with fractured alters, some people have several different persons in them. Uh, whatever triggers them, whatever traumas that you kind of bring back to the surface to bring out that specific um, uh, personality you want to deal with. And then you can also impart person fractured alters into people as well, too, if you know what you're doing. So that clearly that's what this is, is taking place here. This girl has taken on an alter that is pleasing to Angela. Um, but once again, if this were a man doing this shit, cause y'all, y'all was rejoicing, burning R. Kelly CDs and shirts and shit. Okay. I, I need the same energy for this bitch here. All right. That I was texting not Angela. So I so do you take. So you talking at your alter ego saying that you was going to cut Shay, who is you. Right. Okay. But I can say that particular night, things like that, no. I did not cut anything like that. Um, when things like that happened, there wasn't no cutting on myself whatsoever involved. 
Okay. So you so you didn't cut yourself. All right. It's no. another one. Lama that says Shay text two. So you was really into this girl, like despite everything, even after the cutting, even after all the abuse, you was very into her and you was very jealous of the fact that it was other women, right? Um, I'm not gonna say I was like a hundred percent jealous. It was like things that would happen. Like for instance, if I do something, somebody else would like mimic and copy the same exact thing. Like one time I got a necklace with her initial on it. Then next thing you know, other women wanted to do the necklace with the initials. When I got my nails done one time, like a shade a shade of yellow, she liked them so much where she was just like, oh, I want everybody to get yellow nails. And if you yeah. go, you see a lot of the videos, they have yellow nails. And that started that with me. They have a daddy's girl with a yellow heart in their uh, bio. Right. It, that stemmed from me getting my nails yellow at one point. So there was a lot of things that I felt like, you know, I knew that women were trying to like knock me out of the ballpark, I guess you could say, to try to get into my position. So, okay, so it wasn't let's, that. Let's, uh, let's just read these other text messages real quick. Uh, I can't see the above message, but it says something about you're talking once again, I presume to Angela, correct? Mm-hmm. And you said you have a slew of women to keep you occupied. She asks what that has to do with you. You respond, maybe I should cut my face. Would you think I'm beautiful? Would you still want me? You responded, you won't miss me as much. That's what they got to do with me. And then I'm not sure what this was in response to. You said I would rather suffer from a plague. And then she pretty much ignores what seems to be um, obvious emotional distress. And she asks, do you want to cut tonight? And you say, why not? There is excitement, a bit of amusement in your eyes to see it, right? And she said, this is not you. So you say, so make me cut my face. I have to leave you alone. I can't do this anymore. May I please be excused? Bye. So what was, can you ex kind of explain what your mindset was or what you was thinking or what had you in such an emotional mm -hmm distress i can't i can't remember like i really can't remember that night um i can't say about the face thing because there's quite a bit of me saying that because there's times where before like she'll play a game she'll be like oh let's play a game and then she'll like write body like body parts on a piece of paper put them in a bowl and she'll kind of like put her hand around you know pretty much like pick a, a name out of a hat type of, type of game. Yeah. And then it'd be like, oh, face to come out. Every time it say face, she'll like, she'll like ponder on it and then she'll be like, oh, I should make you cut your face. Oh, you're too pretty. You lucky I'm not going to make you cut your face. So, yeah, there is more than just that, you know, that particular text. There is other texts of me saying, like basically taunting her with you want me to cut my face? Should I cut my face? Type of thing because that's what she would pretty much threaten me with a lot of the times. And as far as the rest of the text message, I really don't have a direct answer because I can't really remember what was going through my head at that time. You was just like saying some shit. So I mean, yeah. imagine like now. So this is a situation that happened from 
according to your your memory, January of 2021 up until April of 2021. Yes. Now, if you would have cut your face, that's a permanent scar that you got to live with for the rest of your life. Right. Over a temporary situation. I can, in response to that, I don't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. I never would have cut my face. There were times where, like I said before, she would ponder on it. And one time, like, I look. Okay, I think she would have cut her face if if, if old girl. Listen, if you're already going to cut your thighs and your arms and your wrist and shit, Trust me, you're already there. But I could be wrong. Really was begging her, like on the phone, begging her, like don't make me do it, like because I, like I said, like well, you know, I have kids. I can't cut my face. I have a mom to look at. I have people out here. I was never really gonna cut my face. I mean, but you know what, Shay? I guess I'm just kind of confused and upset about the whole situation because you have kids. You know, like. My question to you is how can you or how do you explain something like this to your kids? Um, and what can you do to make sure that they never get caught up in something like this? Because you got two girls, right? No, I have a boy and a girl. You got a boy and a girl. But I mean, regardless, you got, you got a daughter. I don't mean to get emotional, but it's okay. Oh, now once you realize the programming you've been under and you've come out of the haze and the fog and the reality hits you, because, you know, a lot of times people don't hear themselves when they talk. So I believe this is probably the first time she's hurt herself of all the things she's been through with this motherfucker. And this is the first time it's really like it's, you know, she's grasped the reality and the, and, and the gravity of the situation she was in. You know, but let's continue. It does bother me because my daughter's too. And she's at the stage where she follows, you know, me around. And she, like when it first started, when they were kind of fresh, you know, she follows me in the bathroom. And so one day she was like, mama, look. And she pointed to them. And it's like, I felt. Oh, meaning the daughter saw the cuts. Hmm. Interesting. Like, that's when I really started. Like, I can't do this no more. She pointed to your Like, scars? my daughter is... Yes. And, like, my daughter's only two. So, she is at the stage where she noticed a lot of things that we wouldn't think a toddler would notice. Mm-hmm. And even still to this day, right, if I'm using the bathroom, she'll just point and she'll just, like, put her finger on it. And she was like, look, mama, what's this? Yeah. And then I'll just be like, it's, it's mommy leg. Because she don't know. She just know, like, she just sees stuff on my leg and she just want to know what it is. Yeah. So, if these scars don't heal up, I mean, I I don't want to have to tell my kids that, you know, well, your mother was part of a cult. So, like, I kind of... Yeah, see, because no one put you on game. You know, you're going to do your child a disservice by not telling her what the fuck you went through so she can learn what to look out for and the signs and symptoms and personalities of, of different people see how the cycle continues but let's continue I don't want to raise them to know what warning signs are to know what Absolutely. red flags are to know what trigger words or 
actions or anything of that sort what they might be so that way they won't have to find themselves in a situation or in a relationship that's abusive that is how you teach your children to avoid situations like that if they don't know any better how do you expect them to navigate through this messed up world we live in there's a lot of sick individuals out here See, see, young mothers. Mm-mm-mm. So I will, you know, do that because I don't want them in a situation. But I mean, I'm gonna say this at the same time. This is the internet. So I mean, of course, by the time your kids get old enough to be on the internet, this would be a thing of the past. But let's say somehow the the daddy's girl's cult is still around. And your your kids find out you was one of the the quote unquote founding members. How would you explain something like that? I really don't know the. I the only thing I can't do is just be honest. Yeah. If absolutely. it if it comes out, I can't. I can't cover it up because if they see that their mom is involved, I'm pretty sure they might want to sit down and watch it or hey this is my mom or you know run yeah. to the friends or or whoever so the only thing I could do is just be honest with them about it yeah absolutely so do you feel like now that you're on the other side of things you you out of it you're not a part of it anymore do you feel like do you look back on that and just feel like what the fuck was, was I thinking yeah, I look back on a lot of the the things that I knew that I felt as if was wrong on the inside, and I just ask myself, like, why didn't I speak up then, or why did I continue to let, you know, it happen, or why did I stay for so long? Like, I blame myself for a lot of the things that I feel like if I would have stepped up and spoke out then, it wouldn't be as serious as it is now. Do you feel like it has anything to do with, and I don't want to be offensive at all, but do you feel like you have low self-esteem or uh, a low sense of self-worth? Um, Honestly, no, I don't have a low sense of self-worth, okay. self-worth because I'm happy to hear that prior to prior to her, um, I went through a whole thing of revamping my whole like lifestyle as far as partners um you know what i wanted in the person and what i deserve so okay that sounds nice that's lip service if you went through the revamping process and the first test that life gives you is this you failed miserably no diss to the young lady but all that shit you just said a minute prior is lip service because you failed your test. Let's continue. Before her, I was bisexual. And before her, I did go through a whole mental change where I completely left men alone and, you know, would just wanted to be lesbian. And Lord, listen, <sighs> ladies, I get it. I know a few women like this. Um, you can't have it both ways sometimes. 
It, it, ah, man, I'm right. That's another discussion for another day. Let's continue. And let that be that. Okay. And I was going with my life. I didn't want a relationship because I was working on myself. And I knew what I deserved and I knew what I wanted and I wasn't looking for nobody. If it was meant to be, it'll come to me. Now, as far as the self-esteem part, like I said, I was working on myself. I was working on, you know, yes, I am a BBW, but I also never been this big. So when she did want me, although I was this big and I felt some kind of way about having all this weight gain that was unfamiliar to me Mm -hmm. and her telling me, oh, I don't want you to lose weight. Oh, you're beautiful the way you are. Or don't get a breast reduction. I like you just how you are. You know, that stuff right there kind of like stuck to me like, okay, well, she liked me for who I am. Maybe I'm not that bad, you know, looking or that I thought I was. That's understandable. Only for her to come back around and I'm sure when she's beating her ass, we'll call her fat or porky pig or things of that nature. That's typical guy shit, but let's continue. Um, yeah, that's, that's totally understandable. I just feel like whatever you've been through in your life, whatever you think about yourself as far as, you know, your weight or whatever the case is, you just have to realize like, you don't deserve that. You know what I'm saying? You don't deserve somebody abusing you, whether it's just with words, whether it's them telling you to physically abuse yourself, or whether it's this person actually putting their hands on you. You don't deserve that. No matter what you've been through, no matter what you've done. And I I just hope that this was, I mean, I feel like, let me just state again, I appreciate you wanting to speak out. Uh, I, I applaud you. I definitely, um, feel like you are a strong person to have pulled yourself away from that situation. I feel like it's very brave of you to come on a platform and speak out about it, especially when you've been getting so much negativity thrown at you from different people just talking shit because they don't know you or understand the situation. So I think it's very brave of you to come out and speak out against it or speak out about it. Uh, But how do you think somebody can avoid getting wrapped up in something like this? Um, the best advice I can give is to always pay attention to the person and their actions and the words that they say. If you, for one second, have to second guess someone's actions or your intuition, you have a gut feeling about something to always go with it. Don't ignore it. Don't wait until it's too late because that's, as you can see, pretty much what I did. Okay, so basically, follow your gut, don't ignore your intuition, and stay off TikTok, I guess. I just, (laughs) when it comes, (laughs) like, most people, you know, there has been a lot of great, you know, love stories you see on TikTok, but every love story is not going to end like the people that you may see that's living together now or raising yeah. kids together. Situation is not going to end up like that. So 
you have to fully get to know a person. Don't make my mistake of because you talk to a person 24 seven on the phone or, you know, you feel like you have a connection because y'all talked on the phone. You need to actually take the time out to get to know a person, take trips. You guys, you know, see each other in person more often. Um, don't just, and like I said, be like you the first time you meet them. You probably shouldn't should stop talking to them immediately. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Y'all ain't Shifty's comments. Look at this shit. Carrie said she is following her gut. I hate y'all right now. Omni Watt says, follow your gut. Y'all going to hell. Brian said, not a gut feeling. <laughs> Shame on y'all. I rebuke all of y'all. <laughs> God damn. Why y'all make me do this shit? <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> right. Right. But, uh, once again, I, I really appreciate you speaking out about this. I just feel like people don't, it's, it's nothing wrong with sending somebody, like sending a creator money or sending anybody you want money, if that's what you want to do. But, from what I understand, you said that she was calling the girls stupid, like they thought that she thought they were stupid for even sending her money in the first place. And this girl is making people abuse themselves, cut themselves. It's very just nasty and like demonic and evil. So I just feel like that's not the kind of thing that we want to support, especially us as a people. Like it's gonna sound ignorant, but I ain't even know black people got caught up in shit like this. I never have known for black people to get caught up in like a cult or something like this. I I blame it on my white side. <laughs> um, <laughs> but ha 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 Honestly, like I do want to say I'm not I'm not speaking out about this to victimize myself because like I said earlier like I do blame myself for some things because I didn't speak out earlier. I stayed, but it's just to bring awareness. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, we're gonna wrap it up at this point. Shay, once again, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Um, you're very brave. You're very strong. Uh, hopefully, moving forward, you'll have much success, whether it's emotionally, relationship-wise, financially. I wish you the best, you and your children, um, and your mom. So, everybody watching, I appreciate you so much for tuning in and showing me. All right. So, that's that. Once again, give a shout out to the, to the Black Podcast Show. They're on Facebook. Shout out to Shantae Yarborough. Um, love and light goes to this young lady, Shay. I, I feel horrible for, for her. Like, I, you know, I feel like a big brother. Like, I need to, you know, give her a hug or some shit. But um, the only... Uh, Shantae the host, hostess did a good job the only thing I wanted to get into was her upbringing her background uh, was there a dad around uncles or anything that's probably the only thing that she she failed to to uh, to uh, to ask that's the only downside to this interview but um, like I said yo just share this shit I'm gonna leave it up um, it's more important uh, to not be on Patreon I think this needs needs to really be out there I need y'all to keep the same energy y'all have for R. Kelly and someone go find this bitch and go punch this bitch in the fucking mouth. Um, so let me stop this real quick.
All right. Yeah. So hopefully we learned something today. Um. Y'all, this is all Dinah fault. Y'all go spam Dinah for this for this nonsense. I think I felt enough taco meat energy to get me through it. I feel okay. I don't feel super super jacked, but I felt that it was enough taco meat energy to get me through this interview. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna get up out of here. For anything else, thank you to everybody that donated tonight. Um, members, 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 members. Not subscribers. Not moderators. Members and Patreon members, please go to my website. Give me your information so I can start processing the orders for your um, for the for the thank you gifts. Once again, members only. Members and Patreon, not subs, not moderators. Okay. So yeah, um, uh, I, you know what? I, the, the whole debate with young mothers. Basically, what this young lady needs to do is to sit her ass down for a few years and, and worry about raising her kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you think the grass is green over there, and then statistics will tell you it's not. It's, it's probably worse when it comes to lesbian relationships per the FBI statistics. I'm not saying you come back to the men and get your ass whooped over here, but I'm just saying, like, wh where are you going to go? <laughs> Where are you going to go? You know, but um, I think she should really sit her ass down respectfully for the next five to six years and focus on her children. Dick and pussy are not that serious. They're not. It's not. It's not going anywhere. It's not going. It's not going anywhere. So uh, with that being said, thank you guys for joining me tonight. Love and light to everybody. Once again, that was the. Uh, I forgot the name of that podcast. It's on Facebook. Check them out, shout them out, tell them I said, hey, good job. Uh, if y'all know that young, that young lady, uh, Shay, give her some love and light. Um, the TikTok, you know what, let me do that. Before I let you guys go, let me find this TikTok real quick. All right, so let's see what this Belichick has to say. All right, here we go. You ready? Here we go. Now, this is Bella, the one from New York, apparently. This is one of Bella's posts, and listen how she speaks about Angela slash daddy. What type of question is that? Why do I type her in my videos? Because she's my daddy, she's my god, she's my everything. So why wouldn't I type her? Like, that's a really, really stupid question. I'm trying to figure out why people be asking dumb questions. Why would you tag her? Now, you see the, the, the tattoo. That's the Angela tattoo right there in the, in the center of her chest. Why would you tag somebody to your videos? Why wouldn't you want to show love to the person that you love on your video? I'm really trying to understand this question, honey. Like, why would I tag her? Why wouldn't I tag her? Do you not understand who she is to me? Do you not understand that she is my Omega? She is my God. She is my everything. She is my daddy. She is everything. Why wouldn't I tag her? I'm so confused. Lady, I'm confused. Okay, this is her again. Really to say God, because that's what daddy is to me. She is my God. She is my Omega. She is my Alpha. <laughs> She's my everything. And I'm pretty sure you're going to find a problem with it. And that's fine. Everybody can believe and can feel however way they want to feel. But at the end of the day, 
That is who I pray to. She is everything to me. So, <laughs> it is what it is. But that is and will forever be my God, my daddy, my everything. Now, wait a minute. Now, now I, I remember a few guys making sure that members referred to them to them as God and 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 they they got a hell of a lot of smoke for that but I, i'm just saying let's continue like you guys don't even understand the type of person that she really is y'all just see what we show y'all on tiktok but i mean i already know you guys are going to judge and that's fine but i love my daddy and my daddy is my god i love you daddy nigga let's okay so this is Bella's live now. They're yelling at another member, Coco, because she went on vacation and didn't tell Angela Daddy that she wasn't going to watch her live stream. You can see that Angela Daddy deads the issue in the comments. Okay, so wait. Hold up. Let's see what this, how, how this goes down. This is the issue. Is that we know where you were this weekend. And we're just feeling like since you was with that person, you chose not to entertain daddy. You have been ghosted from everything. You haven't been on TikTok. You haven't been on Instagram. You haven't been nowhere. That is the issue. Is that the person that you say you love so much, you ghosted her all weekend while you was away. Okay, you told her last week that what you was dealing with, but did you tell her that you was not going to be at her live? Did you tell her that you was not going to reach out to her or contact her at all this weekend? Did you tell, I understand that you told her that she was going on vacation. I understand that. Okay, daddy. Okay, so apparently that daddy came in and, and told her to shut up uh, and, and so many words. Uh, okay, so this is another lie that's happening. They're upset because a member, Coco, oh, that's the same thing. Uh, didn't ask any permission and she stills friends with the girl who no longer wants to be a part of the cult hold on we're gonna pull that up in a minute but i just want to yeah this is wow shit all right let's see what they got the, let's see what they talking about hold up it's the people that's still talking to the people that's no longer messing with daddy for me because if you don't mess with daddy i don't mess with you and vice versa not even a little bit not even a little bit thank you daddy Exactly, Michaela. Vacation means you have time, all the time in the world. Exactly. So, if you don't mess with daddy, like, why are you talking and associating yourself with people that mess with daddy? I don't get it. I can't do it. I won't do it. And I'll never get it. And I'm never going to get it. And it's the audacity for me. And it's the boldness. Like, daddy sees everything. And whatever you think daddy don't see, I definitely see. We definitely see. We definitely see. You know what I see? I see a bunch of old women losing their fucking minds. These 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 are not young women. Oh wait wait okay. Okay, I've been informed that out of the thirty plus women in her cult, she has only physically met four of them. Trigger warning: self harm. I've also been informed by a previous that the woman in the previous videos, Bella, has never met Daddy, even though she has her name tattooed. Daddy also encourages self-harm and makes them cut themselves as punishment for displeasing her. So let's see what she got to say. Hold up. Lord have mercy. This is, this is God awful. 
You jump ship. Okay, that's cool. Um, we in a cult. I'm in a cult. I heard that so many times. That's old, and I learned to embrace everything. I love it here. And and these are pretty much all big girls for the most part. Um, okay, Angela, daddy's playing all of them. She's been in a relationship with the same stuff for the past four years. So this is Angela. This is her and her, her mate. Oh, that's her. Ooh. Ooh. Oh no. Oh no. Let's, let's look at this. So that's Angela natural genius. That is her. Right. And that's her her mate a clear stud jeez Ugh. Ugh. I, I, you know hey you, you like who you like Evie Weston oh, okay I, ladies I would never understand if you that women that go this route oh my god okay uh, sidebar you will never get me to understand the psychosis of you being with a woman that goes out of their way to dress and walk and talk like a man. That is not the best of both worlds. I've heard so many women tell me this. Oh, it's the best of both worlds. No bitch. Y'all crazy. The same, the same head scratch y'all do for men that deal with trannies It's the same head scratch. We have, for women that go this route, it makes absolutely no effing sense. Uh, okay, okay, I'm about to wrap this up because I, I was tired. I was tired. Uh, oh, wait. Okay, yeah, if I go any deeper this rabbit hole, I'm going to lose my damn mind. This is the daddy's girl bullying and telling a former girl to cut herself and pray for forgiveness. Oh, we got to, we got to listen to this. We got to listen to this. Hold up. All right, here we go. You ready? Here we go. I appreciate the compliment, honey, but please don't call us beautiful or gorgeous. Please. Please don't. We don't want no vibes with daddy. No wrong rides over here. And daddy said if with the 700 cuts, they better be neat. She said if it... Oh, run, run, re, rewind selector. Rides over here. And daddy said if with the 700 cuts, they better be neat. 700 cuts who got time to cut themselves 700 times i mean if you go too deep you can nick uh, a vein possibly an artery where the fuck you going this is not at where this ain't africa this ain't this ain't the scarification process in some of these tribes and, and these countries in africa this is not the fuck we do over here this is america jack but let's continue you heard what she said. And then after you finish cutting, you need to pray for forgiveness. Wow. 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 Okay, I'm I'm so over this. Um please guys share. Is that her? That's her right there. That's her right there. The whole that's the that Aaliyah energy. That, that Tiana Taylor, uh, uh, Swiss, uh, uh, Alicia Keys energy, right? The pretty little tomboy. I, I, I'm over this. I'm so 
I'm disgusted with everything at this point. Um, wow. That, <laughs> wait, BMT said <laughs> fucking Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is a uh, oh wow hey i'm glad we all discovered this shit together shout out to dinah for for bringing it to my attention and and and, and a few others that brought it to my attention so i'm glad i covered this because i honestly when she brought this to me i had i was like this is bullshit i'm not gonna waste my time with this dumb shit I, you know what i'm saying I'm, I'm like this is women's shit i don't i don't deal with women's shit so i'm glad i i, I didn't listen to my first mind and I, I kind of did a, a mild deep dive and got into this. So I'm glad um, I listened to, I didn't listen to myself initially. And I took on the challenge to, to bring this to in front of you guys so we can learn this shit together. And um, if y'all see Angela punch that bitch dead in the mouth, straight up. <laughs> With that being said, thank you guys all for your time and energy. I'm going to get up out of here. As you please uh, disperse. If you don't mind, just hit the like button as I read the uh, the, 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 uh, the ending credits. Uh, Super Sly here with the Morning Star Show uh, on www.onthewakeofradio.com. Uh, shout out to my producer. She's a maniac. Uh, Cindy Ashby. Find us 24-7-365 on, yeah, on www.onthewakeofradio.com. All shows are live. Replays can be found on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and Anchor. <sighs> I gotta go detox and uh yeah you have a good one night peace Lord individual thanks for keeping the lights on Deang. Cindy on the wake up you the people have the power the power to create happiness let us use that power let us all unite let us fight for a new world you, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us all unite. OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform.